Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Alex Courtright, and this is my life, my writings, and a bunch of other thoughts about everything under the sun. So today's podcast is going to be all about writing. We're going to be talking about writing description in your novels. This is a subject that I feel like a lot of new writers get wrong. So I want to kind of set the record straight and just talk about some of my thoughts on the matter. I hope you guys enjoy. So let's talk writing character description. I feel like a lot of new writers get a little bit lost on this subject. I recently came across a Reddit thread that had some advice for new writers that I really didn't think anyone should be taking, and it had to do with description. This user suggested that he learned from a YouTube channel that you should try using the F-E-S-H-O method when describing characters. Figure, eyes, skin, hair, other. Let me just say, I really don't think you should be following this advice. I understand where they're coming from. A lot of writers do too much description and some do too little, but it's a very nebulous idea and there's going to be lots of advice out there. So you can take my thoughts with a grain of salt, but I have some strong opinions here. Using these principles is very basic and it's not going to get across what you think it is. You really want to get a sense of character from the way that you describe someone. And I don't think that describing their skin, their hair, their eyes, or their figure especially is going to get that across. We can start with figure. One of the first problems with describing figure is that you have to be very delicate with it. If it's your character describing the figure of another person, especially a woman, it can come across as very thirsty. So if you're writing romance, maybe that's a good idea. But if you're writing fantasy, is that necessary? Jumping over to describing eyes, this is a go-to for many writers, young and old, published and unpublished. We all do it, and it's okay to do it, but we should be careful with the way that we go about it. The best of writers describe eyes in really imaginative ways. For example, in book one of Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials series, he describes the main character's uncle as having eyes that seem to flash and glitter with savage laughter. I think that's a pretty creative way to describe someone's eyes. The description didn't mention the color or the size of the eyes, which brings me to the point of how you want to describe things. Describing the emotions that people evoke through their features is going to be a lot more effective than just showing us what they look like. Moving on, when you're describing someone's skin, think about the reason you're doing it. Is it necessary at that time to explain to the reader? It might not be. The same goes for describing hair. This brings me to my main philosophy about character description. It's really easy as a new writer to have characters enter the scene and feel the need to devote an entire paragraph, whether it's long or short, to describing the way they looked and felt and coming up with all sorts of imaginative descriptors, but think about why you're doing it. Take a second to wonder, is it interesting to the reader? Is it necessary to the story right now? Often, it's not. There are very few rules to writing, but when you're thinking about the levels of description required to describe different characters, think about the importance of the characters. Are you introducing a side character, a character that's just going to swing in and swing out for a bit of information for your main character? Or are you introducing an antagonist, a protagonist, a friend, someone that we don't really know much about? There's all sorts of things to consider when you're writing description, so you can break and bend the rules all the time. In fact, there really aren't any rules, but there are some ways that you can set yourself up for success. More importantly, there are ways that you can describe characters that seem to continuously work on readers. When I'm writing character description, I often think it's better to have too little than too much. It's not a sin to have a character hop onto the scene and drop in a few details about the way they look or the way they feel more specifically. 
but you don't just want to introduce a character by dropping a paragraph talking about how the main character sees them. Not always. You can often sprinkle description of characters into dialogue. You can do this by having other characters talk about the way in which they see the character that you're trying to describe. It's more immersive and benefits the story to have other characters besides your main character explain how they see people. You can also do a lot to describe a character by adding just small little nuggets of description into your sentences that really drive home the way your viewpoint character is seeing the person that they're interacting with. On the first page of the classic novel, Dune, by Frank Herbert, he introduces an elderly woman with a few visual descriptors all wrapped up into one sentence, but the one that strikes the hardest comes a few sentences later after a dialogue. The woman asks a question, and then he writes, her voice wheezed and twanged like an untuned ballast. That sentence alone did more to immerse me in the story and give me an understanding of the way that this character comes across than anything else on that page. Another great example has me returning to Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials trilogy, where he describes the main character, Lyra, as being a coarse and greedy little savage, for the most part. Now, this way of describing a young child did more for me than anything that he could have to show me the way that she looked, to describe her hair, her eyes, her lips, her skin, her figure. None of that stuff matters so much as that one sentence did. It gave me such a great sense of the character and attached me to that character faster than anything else could. It's also interesting to note that that line did not come about until 36 pages into the book after we've already witnessed multiple conversations and events take place. Basically, what I'm saying is when a character comes into the story, you don't have to immediately tell the reader exactly what they looked like and exactly what they felt like all at once. You don't even have to do it all in one conversation. It depends on what your character's role in the book is, but you can sprinkle these little tidbits throughout the book, even on page 400 or page 100 or the first page of the book. The biggest thing you want to avoid is a dump. Outside of one sentence describing a few different features every once in a while to some characters, you don't want to be dumping everything about a character or even a bunch of descriptors into one paragraph. Readers slowly get a sense of character as the book moves on. When I'm reading a new book, I don't need to know exactly what all the characters look like, even the main characters, even the antagonists. I don't need to know exactly what they look like right away. In fact, I don't even ever need to know exactly what they look like because I'm getting a sense of how they feel as the book progresses through the dialogue, through the introspection, through the navel gazing. I'm getting a sense of character by the book, not by the paragraphs that you devote to showing me what they look like. And Frankly, this is a more personal take, but I don't really love to know much about what the characters that I'm reading look like to begin with, because I think books are a really special medium in which it's all about the reader's imagination. It's a contract between the reader and the writer, and their imaginations are coming together, and it's about trying to communicate different things, but they can mean different things to different people. And my interpretation of a book might be different from someone else's, and that's okay. Some writers may want to be extremely specific, but I think one of the greatest beauties of writing is that a reader can interpret a place or character or scene very differently from how the writer spelled it out on the page, and it can still have tons and tons of value. The reader can still understand the book. They can still appreciate it. When you're writing, you need to make yourself stand out from other mediums. Movies can show you exactly what things look like, and they're a lot easier to digest than books. People can look at comics, graphic novels, movies, TV shows if they want everything to be visual. There's something very visceral about reading. It's all about imagination, and you need to play into that if you want to hook your reader. You need to get their imagination churning, and this is somewhat subjective, but often it can be more fun for the reader 
to let their imagination roam, especially with some of these beloved characters. I know when I'm writing something on my own, it's really important to me that the reader gets a sense of character through their actions, not their visuals. Now you can have both, but I would much rather my reader build up a vision of how they see my characters based on the events of the novel, the setting, the mood, and most specifically, the character's actions. Everybody has stereotypes in their head or even just quirky ideas about how people might look based on the way that they speak, based on the way that we describe the way they walk, the way they move, or even just small visual cues. We don't need them all. We just need a few dropped into small paragraphs here and there across the book, and we get a great sense of what these characters look like in our own heads, and often I'm very satisfied with that. My imagination as a reader only needs a few words here and there to get a really satisfying picture of the characters in a book. So if I can leave you with one thing, I think the most important aspect of writing character description is never doing too much. Frankly, I would prefer personally that a book do too little to describe the characters, because this book is my playground. As readers, we jump into books to find playgrounds. We want to explore, we want to imagine. Otherwise, we would just watch a movie. So when you're writing description, think about it this way. You're the builder of that playground. You can put a fence around it. You can fill it with wood chips. You can put slides and swings and monkey bars all over it. But really try to focus on what's gonna make it the most fun for the person in your playground. Now, when you grow as a writer, you'll find a sense of balance and you'll start to get an idea of how your personal style translates to the way in which you describe your world. Basically, be skeptical of an acronym that you learned about in a YouTube video that was trying to tell you how to write. Think for yourself on what you want to communicate to your readers and go with that. Your personal style will be built around those choices that you make. A saying that floats around a lot in the writing community is show, don't tell. But I think it goes a little deeper than that because... Yes, you want to show your reader things, but most importantly, you want them to feel things. And that's a great thing to focus on when you're writing your character descriptions or any visuals at all. Anyway, I hope I covered some useful points. If you enjoyed this video, feel free to leave a like and a subscribe on the channel. It's greatly appreciated. And I'll see you in the next video.